If you're passionate about your ride, you're in the right place. Todd Bianco is talking cars, trucks, crossovers, electric and hybrid vehicles, and amazing auction and used car finds. This is All Revved Up from iHub Radio. Here's Todd. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's our Bring a Trailer Hour, and I'm here with John McMullen. Hey, John. Hi, Todd. Well, it's a little cooler in the valley, I understand, but um, it'll get warmer eventually. It's 74 right now. Yeah, I bet it's 74 here in L.A. too. Yeah. Okay. We're going to get up to about 80 today, and then it's going to dip off again for a few days, and then it's going to be time to roast in hell for a while. Right. The roasting is coming, isn't it? It sure Uh, is. (laughs) Okay. Whether we like it or not, you better hope that you have air conditioning in your car. Yes, that's true. And a lot of the cars that we pick probably don't have air conditioning, but these are not ones that you drive during the day when it's 110 outside. Yeah, and you know, and they work great during those other eight months of the year. <laughs> That's right. All right, so let's go over our auction picks from last week and see how they did. Now, you picked this a 1948 Jaguar Mark IV uh, Series Two or something like that, and it was a project car, uh, so it wasn't really complete. And you know, somebody has to you know finish doing it. Um, that car sold for twenty two thousand five hundred. So somebody's got an expensive project to deal with. Yes, they do. Uh, yeah. Now, now, the, now, what was the final price? Twenty two five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now then, you picked a two thousand one Land Rover Range Rover, and it was an autobiography, and it had you know it was a very pretty blue, yep. and the interior was blue and white. It was really, I thought it was quite spectacular. Yeah. Um, that sold, you know, it's, I guess it's, you know, 20 years old, but that sold for only $25,000. That's a pretty good, pretty good price for that ride. Probably so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then you picked a 1971 Ford Mustang Boss 351. Now this was a beautiful car that had been completely restored and it was really, really nice. Yeah. People really wanted it. The auction kept going on, you know, and on and on when it was supposed to be ending at, you know, at noon today. And it went on for another 10 minutes, I think. But it sold for $73,351. Well, that's a nice price. Yeah, that that's a good price. And, of course, 351 for the, you know, the, 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 you know for the uh, engine is 351 right. Cleveland. So that somebody had to put it in the price. Okay, but it was, uh, you know, it, it sold, uh, it was it was very popular. Let's see, then you had a uh, 1965, though we really didn't know if that was the year, Bounty Hunter Dune Buggy Corvair-powered custom chassis uh, that was in Tarzana. And that sold for only 17750 Somebody's going to have some fun with it. I mean, it's an expensive Dune Buggy, but it's, you know, it's pretty cool looking. Again, the price? Uh, seventeen thousand five hundred. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's a little pricey for that vehicle, yes, but it had a cool factor, and it, it looks yes. like it would be a totally a lot of fun to be able to take out in our sand dunes here, out on the beach. Yeah, or somebody's going to put it at their house in Malibu. Yeah. 
you know, I, I can see it now. Okay. No doubt. All right. Um, I think those were your picks. And now let's go to mine. I had a 1991 Mercedes uh, 560 SEL. I think that closed while we were on the air. It was the limousine, that big thing, that huge thing. Uh, it sold for $33,333. Wow. Yeah. Well, somebody's going to put it in their limo fleet. I mean, somebody somebody has a limo fleet or something that they can put that in. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen uh, a limo like that. No. They, they, according to the company that did it, they'd only done maybe five or six total. You know, and they, and they usually just do Lincolns and Cadillacs. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty rare find. Um. Then I, I chose a 1986 Ford RS200. It was that Evo car, RS2, RS200 Evo, and it was that rally car. Right. Yeah, you know, bounce around all of Europe in you know road races. Are you sitting down? I am. Uh, five hundred and two thousand five hundred. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> and it 502, was thousand bucks. Five hundred two five hundred. Some people just have way too much money. And, <laughs> way uh, too much goodness. money. My goodness. There are not a lot of these. I mean, I understand, but still, God, that's a I lot of I wonder if the, if the owner or the seller of it uh, thought that they would get anywhere near that. You know, I have no idea. But it's a lot of money. It is. <laughs> You'd have to show up probably with a couple of suitcases. Yeah. <laughs> or briefcases, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then I um, another pick was a um, 1978 Pontiac Sunbird, which was basically a Chevy Vega, uh, and someone had stuffed a, a Chevy V8 into it with an automatic transmission. Uh, that sold for eight thousand. I think that's just somebody's fun, fun car to have around. <clears throat> the um, then I had a 1979 Buick Century wagon, which I've never seen one quite like that before, and it had very low miles and was from Arizona. Uh, it looked like the the interior was brand new. They, it, it sold for only, I mean, really, it was a, it was a deal for somebody seven thousand four hundred four hundred and twenty dollars. Now I think somebody was having a little fun with the seven thousand four twenty number, but hey, what the mm -hmm. hell. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, my last pick was the 1972 Citroen DS21 uh, station wagon, and it sold for a pretty good 37500 but it was in very nice condition. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good price. I mean, I you know, it's a good price. It was, uh, it, you know, really a very nice condition. Okay. Yep. So let's start with this week, and let's start with you. And we are doing a 1986 Mercedes-Benz 560 SL, and it has very low mileage, if I remember. Let me check that. Um, yeah, 20,000 miles showing. That's pretty good. This is on the BMW? No, this or, is no, the 1986 I mean Mercedes-Benz Mercedes 560 yeah. SL. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
it's uh, let me see what it says. This 1986 Mercedes Benz uh, shows just under 20,000 miles and was finished in diamond blue metallic, a pr- very pretty color. Yes. Over royal blue leather. It's powered by a 5.5 liter uh, M117 V8 paired with a four speed automatic transmission. Features include body color removable hardtop, uh, dark blue soft top, uh, automatic climate control, clu- cruise control, power windows. Uh, Gilded decal wheels. I, I never heard that. You know, now I know what they're called. Uh, uh, sold new by uh, Rasmussen Mercedes Benz of Vancouver, Washington, in February of '86. The car was acquired by the selling dealer from the estate of its reported original owner in Oregon this past month. Maintenance uh, pr- in preparation for the sale include all you know oil change and replacement of the tires. So it's now offered with owner's manuals, stamped service book, uh, factory tools, historical registration card, car cover, and removable and removed co- older Continental tires. Okay, and a clean Oregon title. Current bid is sixteen thousand, and it closes in six days. And you liked it just because it was pretty. I I did. It was this pretty classic look. Um, you know, it it looks like it's in excellent shape, and uh, I thought, wow, this would be a nice car to have down here. Yeah, everything about this car looks good, and it has air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really looks like it's it was, you know, lovingly kept for a lot of years by probably an older gentleman. Yeah. So. <clears throat> and if, yeah. in fact, it's only you know, 20,000 miles on it. Right. That's yeah, probably I mean, in pretty doggone good shape for a car yeah. that's been around for what, uh, 25 years. Yeah. I, I am sure that it was kept in a garage or was covered and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Especially yeah. if it lived up in Oregon. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now your next car is a 1971 Dodge Charger RT 446 pack. Now I wasn't normally into this car um but it has some history and so i thought "Eh, that's kind of cool yes it does and let's read what it says here this 1971 dodge charger rt was delivered new to mr norm's grand spalding dodge of chicago illinois now that's an interesting dealer name it was later purchased for production use by the paramount pictures movie studio and appeared in the 1995 film vampire in brooklyn uh, prior to its acquisition by the seller out of long-term storage in spring in the spring of 2020 cars finished in blue over black vinyl it's powered by a replacement 440 cubic inch v8 mated to a three-speed automatic transmission equipment includes power steering and front disc brakes uh, six-pack carburetors uh, ram charger hood scoop uh, super track uh, pack rear end uh, rear wing uh, rear wing a center console and am fm radio uh, in the summer of 2020 the transmission was rebuilt and the carburetors uh, fuel pump starter and shocks were replaced um, other work in preparation for the sale included replacement of the tires uh, wheels and tires uh, and the air filter the coil and the throttle return spring. Uh, this, I guess, I'm glad that the <laughs> I'm glad that the pedal comes back up after you pushed it down. Um, <laughs> this third generation <laughs> charger is now offered with records from <laughs> from current and prior ownership manufacturers literature, uh, the advance uh, dealer shipping notice. Okay, uh, and it also has Mr. Norm's paraphernalia and a letter from Paramount Pictures. Uh, 
and a blue Y-O-M, you know, California license plate and a clean California title. It's in the Simi Valley, California. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a sweet car. It, it is. It is. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's, I don't know if it'd be my first choice, but it, it has a look to it and it has a little provenance and it, the current bid is 25555 and it ends in next, about, about a day from, let's see, next, uh, tomorrow, uh, less a couple of hours. So what is it? It's two o'clock. So it ends at noon tomorrow. Yeah. And there's a letter, uh, that was written on Paramount Pictures letterhead, right. uh, that, um, indicated that this car had been sold uh, by Paramount in 1996 for 9,500 bucks. <laughs> this must have been one of the Eddie Murphy movies I never saw, though. Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I don't remember seeing it. I, mean, I might have seen it. You know what I mean? I might have seen it, but it's not ringing any bells. Yeah. It's kind of a cool hot rod. Yeah, and it's yeah, got it's- and it's got the uh, hidden headlamps too. Oh yes, always a favorite. And if uh, you ever see hidden headlight, head, hidden headlight, hidden headlights like that uncovered, it means that it has a vacuum problem somewhere huh. in the vacuum lines because those things are closed by uh, vacuum uh, pressure. Okay, um, your next pick. Oh well, let's not start that right now because uh, we've, we've got to talk about this. It's a you know a. 2005 Jaguar X-Type Sport Wagon. Yep. We will talk about that when we get back. This is all riffed up on IHAP Radio. I'm with John McMullen, and we'll be right back. Todd Bianco, talking cars and trucks on iHub Radio's All Revved Up. Here's Todd. Welcome back. We're talking Bring a Trailer Picks for this week. And John, you had a a 2005 Jaguar X-Type 3.0 liter sports wagon. I did. And you know, Todd, that I'm generally not a fan of the Jaguar. Mm -hmm. And that's because I have family who've owned them and I just know them to be a very labor <laughs> intensive uh, vehicle that has some yeah some reliability issues and so uh, but when I looked at this I mean it's, it has what about uh, 50 some odd thousand miles on it yeah 53 yeah 53,000 yeah. and it was in I mean I went through all the photos on on this and it was in such primo shape. It looks like it's brand new off the lot. Yeah, it looks like it's factoring it. And, and it's 16 years old. It only mm-hmm. has that kind of uh, mileage on it. 
and the inside looks like as good as I've seen in any Jag. And I thought, man, for $8,000 where that thing stands right now with just a day left to go, there's either something that they're not telling us or it's just a great deal potentially. Well, I mean, okay. So let me read what it says and then I'll tell you why it's not going for a lot. Uh, This 2005 Jaguar X-Type Sport what? x-type sports wagon is finished in ultraviolet metallic over beige leather and is powered by a three liter six v6 that sends power to all four wheels via a five-speed automatic transaxle equipment includes power sunroof automatic climate control factory cd stereo with alpine audio uh, heated and powered adjustable front seats xenon headlights um fog lamps, uh, rear parking sensor, and a 17-inch uh, alloy wheels. Uh, the car shows just over 53,000 miles and received an oil change in preparation for the sale. This X-Type Sports Wagon is now offered in Florida at no reserve by the selling dealer with manufacturer's literature, two keys, a clean Carfax report, and a clean South Carolina title. Okay. This is a Ford Mondeo, which is a very common high volume mass market ford uh huh and so everything underneath it is a cheap ford mondeo now all that means it might actually be more reliable okay but uh jaguar thought that they needed a smaller car for the you know, for the U.S. market and for other markets uh there was a there was obviously a sedan version of this uh, they're all because front wheel drive was not a Jaguar trait, and this is a front drive car. Uh, all of them came to the United States and were sold with uh, only X, you know, the all wheel drive. Uh, so that's so there. That's like that. So it's it's not that it's a bad car. It's just that you know, Ford tried to gussy up a Mondeo wagon, and Mondeo is sort of a. I don't know how to describe it because it's not quite the same. It's not a Ford Focus. It's a little bit bigger. It's not a Taurus. It's sort of between a Taurus and a Focus at the time. Hmm. So okay, but uh, I mean, European by and large, I mean, a car that looks this kind of luxurious and comfortable, so long as it stayed working on the road at, at its current bid price, it seems like a pretty good deal. Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, and the wagon is extremely rare. Yeah. There are just not that many of them. No, so, I, I don't think I've ever seen a Jag wagon before, but and that's that part of it's not appealing. I'd I'd rather uh, you know see, uh, you know the the, the sedan sedan, yeah. but I don't know. It just seemed like a good deal to me. I think it looks better in the wagon version because in the sedan version it looks almost too much like the Ford. Okay. So, <laughs> but I, I think that's why I mean people aren't looking at it as being a proper Jaguar, and that's always been the problem with this car. But on the other hand, it's easy to fix and repair because it's a Ford. Most of the you know all the bits underneath the hood and stuff are all Ford products, and this is when Ford owned Jaguar. Right. So yeah, so this was this was their you know. This this is how they brought a. How you they, dra- they thought this was you dressed be a mass, up a pig. 
<laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, you know, General Motors tends to do that too. I mean, you know, they make they take a Chevrolet and try to make it into a you know something fancy, and it it still looks like a Chevrolet, right? It, as opposed to Mercedes, who takes an S class and then it dribbles down to the lower classes. Yep. You and I both had some very interesting picks this week too, in terms of uniqueness to yes. uh, the body. And my next one uh, f- fits that. Uh, yeah. mold i think the 1958 fiat uh abarth is that how yeah. it's pronounced 750 gt segato and this is currently going for a mere hundred and twenty thousand. <laughs> well this this is extremely rare first of all it's an a you know it's a a bar is the tuning tuning uh portion of of uh fiat and uh Zagato is the body, uh, makes the body, and it's very rare. But we'll talk a little more about it when we get back after the break. This is Todd Bianco with John McMullen on All Ripped Up on iHub Radio. We'll be right back. Detroit and beyond. Todd's talking about trucks, cars, vans, SUVs, and even the occasional dune buggy. It's all revved up on iHub Radio. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. Hello, John. Hey, Todd. And before the break, we were talking about the 1958 Fiat Abart uh, 750 GT Zagato. It has a long name. And, you know, yeah, bidding is at 120, and it has... You know, it has provenance, which is, you know, very important to people. And let me just read what it says. This 1958 uh, Fiat uh, Abarth 750 GT Zagato was delivered new in Canada and was raced by four owners throughout the country uh, during the 1990s. It was imported to the U.S. in 2008 and a subsequent uh, refurbishment work to uh, during previous ownership included stripping and refinishing the aluminum body in blue and interior refresh uh, using red upholstery that had reportedly traveled with the car throughout several owners, uh, as well as mechanical and chassis overhauls. Uh, the seller purchased the car in 2015, and then and the numbers matching, matching chassis in line four was removed uh, and overhauled uh, for displacement of 850. 845 cc's, which is still small, in 2015. In 2016, power is transferred to the rear wheels through a four-speed uh, manual transaxle. Uh, now, here's the part that's important: the car has been displayed at several concourse events during uh, current and prior ownership, including multiple appearances at the Quail in Carmel, California, which is part of uh, the. Pebble Beach Concourse d'Elegance. I mean, and it was also at the actual concourse in 2019. These are big deals to collectors. Uh, So it was, you know, 
it has all these things and it has a vintage road car magazine. So at any rate, so we'll see where it goes. But 120,000 is where it's at. Uh, now, the next one, you actually found a car that I had never heard of before. A 2011 Local Motors Rally Fighter. Okay, I had never heard of it. I'm sorry. I just yeah, had either. Um, it's Mad Ma- It's a Mad Max car, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let me read what it says here. It says, uh, this 2011 Local Motors Rally Fighter is said to have been used as a show car for the manufacturer, and sell- the seller acquired it in 2019. Now showing 10,000 miles, the vehicle is wrapped in two-tone gray with uh, red accents and is powered by a 6.2-liter uh, GM V8 paired with a, Ford speed- with a four-speed automatic transmission and a Ford 8.8-inch rear axle. Uh, the black interior features a roll cage, and it does look like it would roll. Um, <laughs> adjustable bucket seats, uh, Rockford Fosgate stereo, and a subwoofer, while other equipment includes uh, method wheels, uh, disc brakes, uh, long travel suspension with Fox shocks, an LED uh, light bar, and roof rack, and a spare tire. So it's offered in California, it's in San Rafael, with a Montana title, naturally, to avoid sales tax. Of course. Okay. I've never seen one. I've never heard of the manufacturer, and uh, it was says it was designed through a crowdsourcing process and a community vote. Uh, the winning design was penned by this guy, uh, uh, Sang Ho Kim, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, it's unique. Yes, it is. I'll give it that. All right. So bidding is at uh, $29,250. 256 and uh it closes tomorrow okay okay uh let me get to some of my picks because i'm running out of time aren't i so the first one i picked is an original owner two uh 24,000 mile 2011 uh bmw 1m now these were fairly rare at the time i mean you know this was a one series and we didn't have too many one series in the united states uh and to have it be an m car all that kind of stuff is is uh you know kind of a rarity to see and it says this uh 2011 bmw 1m was purchased new from sterling bmw in newport beach which is still there, of course, and now has under 24,000 miles. The car is finished in Valencia orange metallic over black Boston leather, and power comes from a twin turbocharged three-liter inline-six with a six-speed manual transmission. Of course, uh, they love manual transmissions and bring a trailer, um, and a limited slip differential. Equipment includes the convenience and premium package, as well as Xenon headlights, navigation, Harman Kardon audio, power-adjustable heated front seats, and cruise control. It's now offered at no reserve with service records, manufacturer literature and accessories, a window sticker, and a clean Carfax report. Uh, It's in uh, San Jose, California. Bidding right now is at $51,000, and it closes in two days. I mean, I don't, you know, the look of it is not so good. I just picked it because of the rarity that you just don't see them. Yeah. The next one I also picked because of rarity, not because I like the look. It's a 2019 COPO, COPO uh, Camaro, and that stands for Central Office uh, Purchasing or Production Order. 
which is very rare today to actually be able to go to the central office of General Motors and say, these are the things that I want stuffed in my car and let me read what it says it has in it. So this 2019 Chevrolet Copa Camaro is a drag str- uh, uh, is a factory drag car powered by a 427 cubic inch V8 made into a three-speed automatic, which in 2019 finished in anniversary blue over a race prepared interior. This example was the first of 69 manufactured for the model year and was presented at the model's announcement at the 2008 SEMA, which is Specialty Equipment Manufacturers Association show in Las Vegas. Equipment includes a carbon fiber hood, uh, wheelie bars, uh, two racing bucket seats, uh, Simpson harness, harness, blah blah blah. But it's a you know it is a rarity and it is street legal. Strangely enough, hmm. uh, it's available in Anaheim, California, and right now bidding is at fifty two thousand. But it's just rare, rare, rare to see. You you saw these kinds of COPO cars much more in the sixties where they were, you know sticking a huge V8 into a smaller car at General Motors or Ford. You know, you could do these things and, you know, it was a wink and a nod at the factory. As long as it, you know, fit the the frame, they could do it. Um, but it was, a you know, a rarity to do it. Yeah. And it's even more rare now. <clears throat> All right. Uh, my next pick, and, I, and, you know, we'll see where it goes. I, you know, 51,000 or 52,000 doesn't sound like a lot, but two days it could go up. Now, this one is a unicorn, and I picked it because of that. It's a 1.8 liter T powered uh, 1986 Volkswagen Vanagon Synchro Westphalia. Hmm. Okay, so that means it's a, a synchro means all wheel drive. Uh, uh, Vanagon means it's a VW van, but it also has the Westphalia camper package. So it has a lot of things that are rare. Plus, it has a replacement engine, uh, which is a 1.8 liter um, water cooled engine, turbocharged out of another Volkswagen product. So that means it actually might go more than 60 miles per hour. Right. Yeah. So let me just read what it says here. This 1986 Vanagon is a Westphalia pop-top camper that has been repowered with a turbocharged 1.8-liter VW inline-four, which is paired to a four-speed manual transaxle with an additional extra low gear and a part-time solid shaft centering couple. Uh, The van is finished in gold over gold okay looks brown to me okay over tan cloth and it's featured off-road accessories including go westy bumpers uh swing sway uh spare tire carrier retractable awning roof rack a folding solar array (laughs) again this is more mad max and you know this is when you live off the grid and uh, High Lift Jack, the seller uh, acquired the van in 2012 and has since uh, driven it 55,000 miles, which is surprising. So it has 275,000 miles on it. It's uh, offered in Washington State. It's um, got a clean Carfax report and a Maryland title. <laughs> Go figure on that. Okay. Uh, but, th- <laughs> but these are unicorns, and somebody will still buy it because it has a replacement engine. So the powertrain is pretty much only the, you know, is the, you know, 
doesn't have as many miles as the, the chassis does. And, you know, so many of the parts have already been replaced that it's, you know, it's not, not the same as buying just a car with, you know, worn out parts on it. Yeah. Uh, this closes in three days. It's at $21,410. Uh, it will sell. Now, the next one is weird. I just got it because, again, you just don't see these anymore. No, I love it. it. You like this one? This yeah. is a 1954 Kaiser Darren. Okay, and it is in, well, what color do they call it? I said mint green, but it says pine tint green paint. No, I would say it's mint green. When I see this, it feels like somebody poured a um, grasshopper. Uh, all over it, the beverage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is minty, minty as minty gets, yes. including the soft top. So it says this 1954 Kaiser Darren is number 91 of only 435 production examples built for a single model year. Uh, so it is very rare. The car was acquired by the seller out of Arizona in 2016 and underwent a refurbishment that was completed in 2020, so four years it took them. Power comes from a 160 cubic, 161 cubic inch, which is tiny, um, Hurricane uh, F head inline six paired with a three-speed manual transmission. With overdrive, of course, uh, the fiberglass bodywork is finished in pine tint green over matching upholstery and tan carpets. <laughs> Features include sliding doors. Now, these are great. I love sliding doors. How could you, you know, not like they, they slide into the front fender, fender, John? Yeah. Yeah. Now, when uh, you when we put this podcast up this week, folks need to click on the link for this car. You have to go see this. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's a cool car. And I have family that lived down in Tucson. And honestly, if I was down there right now, I would go check this thing out. Yeah, just to see it. I yeah. mean, you know, it, it has a heater and plexiglass wind wings. And, um, but, you know, the top, everything. Somebody really, really redid this car. And, I, you know, I hate to say it, but it looks much better with a top down. But, you know, they lovingly redid this car. And like I said, it's extremely rare. It's only built for one model year. The The front doors slide into the front. I mean, the doors slide into the front fender. So you've got the wow factor on that. Um, the rear view mirror is mounted on the dashboard. has a large, as huge, uh, you know, steering wheel, two-spoke wheel with a large chrome, you know, horn ring. It frames 125, 100. 20 miles per hour speedometer, which, by the way, is kind of optimistic. <laughs> you know, yeah. 6,000 6, RPM tachometer and gauges for all, you know, oil pressure, all these things. Just under 35 miles, 3,500 miles are shown on the uh, odometer, but of course, total miles are unknown. But this has been completely redone, so I don't know if it really matters how many miles are on it. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh, one, one of those things. So, you know. Oh, somebody's on the phone today. Uh, you know, it's another one. You know, they only call me during this time when I'm, I mean, I get no phone calls all day long. So then it comes now. And of all course, right. it's got to be somebody who's, you know, uh, one of those bogus calls. Absolutely. You know. All, all right. right. You're listening to Todd Bianco with John McMullen. This is All Revved Up on iHub Radio, and we'll be right back.
Bob Bianco's All Revved Up continues on iHub Radio. Participation encouraged, but not required. Call 760-544-TALK. That's 760-544-8255. Here's Todd. Welcome back. I'm here with John McMullen. Hello, John. Hey, Todd. And my next pick is a 1976 Toyota Celica GT5 Speed. And I looked at that. It's in Pennsylvania. I thought, oh, God, it's been it's been rusted to death. Then I realized that they stole it from California. So <laughs> so it's OK. It says this 1976 Toyota Celica. I, I've loved I've always loved the look of these cars is finished in red over ivory and brown interior and is uh, powered by a 2.2 liter inline four uh, paired with a five speed manual transmission. Features include 14 inch alloy wheels, front disc brakes, rear window louvers, uh tape yarn seat upholstery uh, onboard diagnostics air conditioning and a push button radio the car is said to have spent most of its life in California with the original owner before being acquired uh, by the seller in, two th- in 2020 uh, the air filter was replaced that's big of them and the oil was changed in December of 2020 uh, it's now offered uh, with a car cover and a spare set of wheels and a clean Pennsylvania title in the seller's name it's already up to 25,000 John and it's, it ends in five days yeah, it, it's uh, it's a cool car. I just don't like the color. Yeah, the red. And kind of a cherry tomato. <laughs> but it's original. Um, I I like it because I you know I look at all the various bits of this car and and uh, you know the interior is surprisingly good for its age and it's original. You know, yeah. it hasn't, you know, the, 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 the boards haven't fallen apart. It has Toyota high-fidelity speakers. I mean, you know, so you didn't have to cut the speaker holes yourself. And in, in those days, you you know, that's what you did. Uh, the seat looks like it could use a little bit more stuffing in it. But, you know, it's not ripped in any way, uh, which is, you know, the carpet looks good, which means they had good mats there. Uh, the pedals look like they're in good shape. Uh, there's no cracks, uh, you know. And it has air conditioning, yeah. which is a you know prerequisite, and you know really looks like it's you know a sweet car in really good condition. So, I, I couldn't resist it when I saw it. Yes, the co- I, it could be a better color. I mean, maybe a white or, or a black or something, but uh, yeah. even a blue might look better. But uh, yeah, and I remember it has push button AM and FM. You had to press the FM buttons to get to the FM stereo. That's funny. Uh, well, I remember all those things. I, I do bet you too. do too. Yeah, I do. Okay, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's actually for its age and and all that. It's it's in pretty decent shape. Yeah, it's. I the think only it's thing unremarkable. I really thought that was all that weathered was the upholstery on the seats. Right, and I think that that just needs a little restuffing. But the actual, you know, the the the, the vinyl and the knitted part actually look like they're in. You know, there's no holes or rips. So someone who was just sitting in it. So um, let's see. It closes in five days. It has 52,000 miles showing. So they think there's actually 52,000 miles in this car and it's possible. That's pretty good for 76. Yep. I would say. What's that, 35 years? Yeah, 40. 40? Well, seventy six. Yeah, I think it's 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 more than thirty five. It's forty something. 
Well, it'd be either 35 or 45 since this is 21. So, yeah, I think it'd be 45 maybe. Yeah, 45 yeah, years 45, old. 45, you're right. Yeah, that's pretty good for 45. Yeah, it's damn <laughs> now, good looking. <laughs> yeah. Now I picked one more just because someone's, you know, slobbering over this car. I, I, it's surprisingly not going for a lot right now. And then let me read what this says it is. It's a, it's a 44,000 mile 1992 Ford F-250 XLT Lariat Super Cab Diesel. That's a, that's a mouthful. This, I mean, to have only 52,000 miles on it yeah. is very rare. Uh, so, but it's from Canada. So let's see what it says. Uh, this 1992 Ford F-250, which is the uh, half ton, not the quarter ton, uh, was first delivered to Zephyr Ford Truck Center of uh, Coquitlam. I don't know. Co- Coquitlam. Uh, let's see. We're. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, um, Coquitlam. Coquitlam, uh, British Columbia, yeah. and it was acquired by the selling dealer in February 2021, so just last month, reportedly from the first owner. Wow. The truck is finished in Oxford white with uh, bim, bimini, blue metallic, and powered by a 7.3-liter International Harvester uh, diesel V8 paired with a four-speed automatic transmission and a limited slip differential. Equipment includes chrome exterior trim, a black bed liner, a bed-mounted tool chest, 16-inch wheels, crystal blue cloth upholstery, at least it's cloth, not vinyl, air conditioning, cruise control, and a digital AM-FM radio. Recent service includes brake work, replacement of the air filter, and oil change. Um, It has 72,000 kilometers, which is about 44,000 miles. I, see, you know, I, I hate to say this. I hate to be so um, stereotyping, but I was surprised to see what how good a shape this was in, considering the fact that there is that tool chest in the back, which would tell me uh, right off the bat that this is probably a vehicle that somebody who is in a very industrial um, career or something has, and usually those get beat to crap pretty quickly. Right. It, this is and an, they put. And they put a bed liner in. Yeah. I mean, you know, all of these things. It looks really nice. I just, I wouldn't want to drive a diesel. No, but, you know, diesel has its following, as you know. And there's yeah. some people who just, you know, who desperately want something like this. And it's a, so it's kind of an unusual thing to find something in this condition with this low miles. It doesn't look like it was ever used for work. Yeah. You know, there's no, you know, the, the paint is only has small blemishes, you know, virtually no chips. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, the, unlike the, most Fords that we usually talk about of the truck variety, yeah, uh, it actually looks like it has comfortable front seats. Right. Exactly. I mean, yeah, they're they're bucket seats basically, but they're cloth. So, yeah. Um, it looks like it'd be comfortable to sit in for a long, I would have thought this would maybe, maybe somebody used it to to tow something. I don't know. Maybe a fifth wheel trailer or a boat. I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I, it has a tow hitch on it, but you know, it certainly doesn't look like it was used a whole lot. So, I mean, it certainly could tow anything with that diesel engine. So, yeah. All right. Uh, this is uh, the end of the show for the day. This is Todd Bianco. I really appreciate you, John, being with us. I, and, Thank you. Um, I always have fun. 
So this is Bring a Trailer um, Hour, all revved up. I have radio. We'll see you next time.